Hello, everybody. It's just Kristen today. Sarah will be joining us later this week. This is a possibly a bonus episode. Maybe it's just going to be a new feature. We're starting to get questions in through the site, and I still have so many questions from my column that I really want to start answering again and posting and talking about because I think we're at a sort of a, a crossroads at, in dating right now. I think the frustration level is at an all-time high, and I, I just think we need, to, we need a little bit of clarity. So today, we have a letter from Colleen in New York City. Colleen says, we met through a professional development session. Right from the start, I felt comfortable with him. I could tell he was very into me and a little nervous, but he asked for my email so he could send me resources, quote unquote. That night, all I could think of was about him and, oh, this could be it. Not marriage, but a meaningful relationship. I date a lot, but have only had that feeling three times total. In general, I'd be rather be happily single than with a mismatch. We saw each other the next week at a work function, made loose plans to hang out the next day, which never happened, so I asked him out for drinks the next Friday. We have a good time talking at the bar with our knees brushing up against each other. Then he came back to my place, a little touching, clothes stayed on. He messaged me that night saying he had a great time. Two days later, I asked if he wanted to do an activity. He said Saturday might work. I don't hear from him. Friday, I text him to figure what's up for, to figure out what's up for tomorrow. He texts back six hours later asking what I'm up to. I say I have plans with friends. He texts me the next afternoon asking what I was up to later. Pissed about his behavior, I say I'm busy and that I had a good time when we went out, but I'm interested in a planned ahead date, not late night, last minute activities. He says, okay, and that was it. Then we both go visit other places for two weeks and travel because we both had vacation at the same time. And I haven't heard from him except for a Facebook friend request. Normally, I'd write him off as a douche, only out for sex. But he is this smart, nerdy, sweet guy who has a job that has him working intensely with a disadvantaged population, and he has been recognized for his work. Plus, the time we spent together was so awesome. I don't know if he's clueless about dating or what. What do you think? Age 24. Uh, ugh. 24. Oh, God. Uh, okay. So I feel like there are sort of four stages <laughs> of, of dating grief, let's call it, or dating. And that, that we all go through when we meet someone that isn't really returning our interest. The first stage is we project we go out on that date and we say, oh, we just had this amazing connection and it was so great. And, oh, you know, he was really interested in me. You know, notice she says he was very interested in me. And yet, by all accounts, given all the details in the email, I don't get a very interested vibe. I get a barely interested vibe. So that makes me think she's projecting here. She's projecting all of this onto him, all of her feelings, all of her hopes, really, because she wants a relationship and that's okay. And so she sees an opportunity here. And we've all done this. 
I can't tell you how many letters I've received from people who say I went out with somebody and we had this great connection and then nothing. I didn't hear from them. Well, I hate to tell you, but more than likely that means that connection was in your head (laughs) and that connection wasn't really there. You just really liked them. And so you were, you were uh, sort of assuming that they were feeling the same way, which doesn't mean that they weren't interested. They just weren't interested to the level you were. So the second stage, let's call it, is we reject. You know, she's, she's texting him and she's the one making plans and she's the one initiating and he's very non-committal, right? He's, well, maybe we can do something Saturday. Okay. And then he doesn't really follow up and she has to follow up with him. But in her mind, she's thinking, oh, he's just a nerdy humanitarian who saves babies and puppies. He couldn't possibly be a bad guy. And, you know, that's why he never commits to plans and falls through last last minute. You know, he has no experience. I, I just think he just doesn't have any experience with women. I've done this. Like, I've, I've this is how I have rationalized um, sticking with somebody. So, uh, let's say, um, and this is where... This is where so many of us go wrong. This is this is it. Like this is the jump off the cliff where we assume that somebody is so good or so this or so that um that they couldn't possibly be leading us on or oh no, they're to- they were totally interested in us. You know, we just refuse to read the signs. And and that's that's the danger zone. And so she's rejecting the idea that her original read on the situation was wrong. She's built this guy and the situation up in her head so much that not him not being invested in her is inconceivable. This, this is it. This is where we go tragically, utterly wrong. We convince ourselves someone else is interested, but, but they're working, but they're busy, but they're shy, but they're scared. And what's, so important to remember is that they can be all of those things, but if they are genuinely interested and available, none of those things are going to prevent them from either getting to know you or communicating where they're at so that you don't, you don't get the wrong idea or so you don't think that they're, they're blowing you off. They make the effort. And this is something too, you know, we hear these sayings all the time, like, well, you know, anything worth having, uh, it, it's, it doesn't come easy. And there's a foundation of truth to that. But, you know, let's, let's consider context. You know, sure, it's great. It's very satisfying to, to work towards a goal and achieve it. You know, it's a lot of work. I, when I finish my course, I was so proud of myself. It was nine months and it was hard, but it's worth it. That is not the same thing as somebody not returning your interest because you're comparing apples to oranges here. In the latter situation with someone returning, about someone returning your interest, there should, that shouldn't require work. <laughs> it should be natural. You shouldn't have to work to make someone like you or be attracted to you. You can't. 
Like you can't work. Oh, I'll just do this and this and this, and then they'll be attracted to me. Either they're attracted to you or they're interested in you or they're not. And nothing you can do is going to change that. So that's where you're comparing apples to oranges. This is not the kind of work uh, that is referred to in that saying. (laughs) And let's get away. Let's do away with some of those sayings. Um, Then we, when we get, this is, this is the third stage. (laughs) And this is where things start to get a little ugly. Rather than accept and admit that we ignored the signs we get angry at them. Now, sometimes it's warranted. In this case, I'm not really sure that this guy was a bad guy. I think he just didn't, his interest level didn't match hers. And he wasn't acting in a way that she felt was indicative of somebody who was looking for a relationship. Well, he didn't promise her that. You know, he made tentative, he said tentative plans for Saturday night. Like, oh, maybe I can do that. And then Friday afternoon, he responds to her text and said, you know, asks her like what she's up to, or I don't know what what is it that she said. You know, he responds to her text on Friday and says, uh, you know, what is he saying? Uh, da, 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 da. What does he say? Uh, he texts me. He texts me back six hours later, asking what I'm up to. Uh, I say I have plans with friends. You know, they made tentative plans for Saturday. He responds to her text. She texts him on Friday. Now, I don't know about you, and, and a lot of people wait. Like if they say, okay, yeah, things are tentative Friday. And keep in mind, she asked him. So it's up to her to confirm with him. So she follows up with him and he says, oh, you know, what are you up to tonight? Or what do you make some like banal conversation? And then he texts her again the next day to see what she was up to later. So he is following through. He's just not following through on her timeline. Because again, you know, she's wanting, she wants a relationship and she, and somebody who's interested in a relationship, well, they'd be doing X, Y, Z. And this is something else that we need to get rid of. Well, if, if they were really interested in a relationship, then he'd be getting me, you know, get, making plans with me two, three days in advance. That's ideal. And it's nice. I'm not really sure that it's realistic anymore. Um, I'm not, I, I, I just, I feel like confirming the day of or the day before is sort of normal now. And um, if she wants him to ask her out, then she needs to let him ask her out. You know, you have to understand that, like, if you're going to keep, if you're going to initiate everything and if you're going to do all the work, then they're just going to let you (laughs) because we are human beings. And if someone else is going to do all the work, well, it's like, well, why should I do anything? I'm just going to follow their lead. And I think to some degree he's following her lead, but he also, he's just not on the same page she is. And that's okay. You know, this guy didn't mislead her in any way. Um, he's just not where she is. So, you know, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. I just think it's something that she needs to, she needs to c- accept. And I don't think she, she doesn't, she's still in denial about that. She doesn't want to accept that 
he might not be a relationship material because she's built this guy up in her head. You know, after one date, oh, the time we spent it was so awesome. I mean, yeah, okay, but it was one date. And this level of attachment and investment after one date should cause you to reevaluate and take a step back because you you want to go into these things like everybody thinks that, oh, this stuff, it's so, you know, it's supposed to be irrational. Mm, No, no, it's not. (laughs) It's not supposed to be irrational. Um, love can be, can feel irrational or attraction can feel irrational, but that doesn't preclude you from not being objective and take, taking a step back. You know, that doesn't, if you, you see the signs of, you know, maybe they're not that interested. Um, don't just assume that that's normal. Like, oh, well, maybe this, don't make excuses for it. And don't, oh, maybe they're afraid or maybe they have no experience. No, maybe they're just not that into you. And I hate to use that phrase, but I think it, a lot of times it really is as simple as that. And for whatever reason, I I feel like we want to make dating so difficult now. (laughs) And it really, it really doesn't need to be. So eventually we get around to the fourth stage, which is acceptance. We accept, we have taken that step back. We've had a little distance and we can look at it and say, oh yeah, I really should have, you know, he really was showing the signs. He really wasn't, I was doing all the work and I should have acknowledged that. At least that's what we should do. Like it's it's good to do a postmortem after any Either whether it's a first date or you've dated somebody for a year or three months or whatever, it's always good to get some distance and 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 do sort of like a a bit of a review to see if you can learn anything so that you can progress and so that you'll you know the next time it'll get easier and the next time it'll get easier. It's the it's the people that don't reflect <laughs> that sort of fall into the same things over and over and over again. And we'll get to that. That's that's another one. I've already already have that on the docket. I want to talk about why we continue to fall into the same patterns. But this is a, a very simple situation. They're just not on the same page. He's just not as into her as she is into him yet. That doesn't mean he doesn't like her. That doesn't mean there isn't potential. It just means that she's she's a few steps ahead. And sometimes we have to afford people the time and the, to, to meet up with us. You know, it's okay to be really into somebody, but it's also okay for somebody to be, to, to want to get there on their own time. And if you can, you know, I'm not saying, Hey, invest two years or invest six months, but I don't know, more than one date, <laughs> maybe two, three dates, get a feel. And if you feel like they're, they're just, you know, that's, and then, after a few dates, you say, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And I just wanted to put that out there. We don't need to have a conversation about it, but I'm just letting you know. And, uh, you know, if you don't feel like we're on the same page, then, you know, then we can talk about it. But I'm just, I just want to be very clear about my intentions and let that be it. And, you know, as we said in an earlier show, most people are good. And if they know they can't give you what you want, they will take a step back. So Colleen, oh, 24 years old. (laughs) You're at a perfect age to be learning this lesson now. So that's the upside here. 
I wish I had learned this lesson. This was one, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I beat my head against a wall, but if you can learn it at 24, if you can just learn it, it's going to make your dating life exponentially easier. You know, it's okay for somebody to not be on the same page as you at the same time, but you have to learn how to, so how to gauge who's just sort of following your lead because they have no other options at the time and who just is sort of taking their own time. Colleen, I would say to maybe take a step back, let this guy follow up with you. And if he doesn't, then you have your answer. Because if if he's legitimately interested and in a position where he wants to pursue you, he will. And I know that sounds cliche, but accept the friend request and then let's see what's going on. Because I think maybe that that friend request might be his way of testing the waters. So accept the friend request, and then more than likely, he's going to message you. And then maybe you can start talking again. But, you know, try to try to take a step back. And uh, instead of, you know, oh, this could be the one, and this could be a serious relationship, get to know this guy first. You know, you don't really know if he could turn into a relationship. You barely know him. So give yourself the time to get to know him and give himself the time to figure out whether or not this is something he wants to pursue. And I hope it works out for you. And if anybody has any questions, you can go to women. Uh, <laughs> I keep doing this womenologypod.com and there's a submit a question link on the navigation bar at the top. You can also go to the link in my bio on uh, Instagram. There will be a link in that, uh, that link tree that I have be for submitting a question all questions are anonymous. We'll answer them either on a main show or on a, a mini episode here. But uh, I'm, I'm excited that people are starting to starting to uh, engage. I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. It makes me feel like we're on the right track. Guys, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Womenology Pod. Go to the website and join the mailing list, womenologypod.com. And pretty soon we'll be launching, and by we I mean me, uh, womenologycoaching.com because I passed my test and I'm just a few days away from being officially certified. Guys, thanks so much and we'll talk soon. Bye.